Happy Friday, February 11th, 2022 at 6.27 a.m. Eastern Time. I was just listening to a conversation on recording, podcast, what have you. Someone was kind of expounding on military and tactical approaches and the reality of a certain situation between two uh, national governments. And, and then the, the person's train of thought totally got derailed by something brought up out of nowhere. And it threw me off. Because you're waiting on this person that just brought up this point that has nothing in terms of connective tissue to do with the six, seven, eight, nine, ten minutes train of thought that the other person was expounding upon. You don't know if there's a point to tie it all together. And it just made me think, we live in a world now where the the art of conversation is dying a miserable death. And there's many contributing factors to this. And again, I always have a disclaimer for the majority of the things that I talk about, because I realize a lot of this stuff sounds like soapbox, it sounds like the self-righteous pious approach to the way that everyone should live their life, and that's that's not what this is intended to be at all, by any stretch of the imagination. I am a very fallible and perfect individual. I've made many, many dozens and hundreds and thousands of mistakes over my life. I've not always done right by people. There's a lot of things that I've I'm not going to say that I wish that I could change because that's all compartmentalized inside the, the little time capsule that we all are. We're all walking, talking time capsules um, with a plethora of, of historical events and life experiences and perspectives, and we're all sharing that with each other. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so when I go on a tangent like this, it's never meant to be preachy, even if it does come across that way. It's just something that I think about a lot, and it's just something that I want to communicate. Uh, Cold water is not good for the throat. Excuse me. I'm 42 years old. I was born in 1979. The, The world... The beginning of my life was the tail end of the Richard Nixon administration. You weren't so far removed from the JFK assassination. You were going through the Jimmy Carter administration, and then we segued into Ronald Reagan. The Cold War's still alive and well, soapy and so on and so forth. Guess what you didn't have? You didn't have the Internet. You didn't have Twitter. You didn't have Facebook. You didn't have TikTok. You didn't have Instagram. You didn't have podcast. You didn't have email. You didn't have iPhones. You didn't have droids. You didn't have tablets. I don't know if there were laptops. I got to feel like there wasn't. But the point is made. Every expression of our digital existence and a technology that exists today that might as well be our third arm that is something that is just second nature to every part of our life. None of that, none of that was there. 
And so what does that mean for the way life was led back then? What's the big deal? Well, people actually had to converse with each other. There was no 24-hour accessibility on a smartphone where you could text and email and do Excel spreadsheets and Word documents and every aspect of your administrative, professional, and non-professional life can be executed with that phone, that mini computer in your hand. People knew how to talk to each other back then. And, and maybe, maybe they didn't. Maybe it's just my perspective on things as I grew up in the 80s and the 90s. But you didn't have all these outside distractions. You didn't have all these distractions that were literally contained in this handheld computer, you know, in your pocket. The art of conversation, being able to carry on discourse with someone. There's a very strange and a dark evolution that's taken place inside this country in the last three or four years because uh, maybe five to six to eight, somewhere in that range, because it extends long before COVID. <coughs> Excuse me, man, the cold water's not helping here. There is a disconnectivity within the world because we're all tied to our electronic devices. And just like this conversation I was listening to on this podcast, where this one gentleman's train of thought and this, this ultimate point he was trying to make was completely derailed by another conversation that was brought up out of left field that didn't connect at all. I feel like that's the world that we live in now for the most part. People aren't really listening to each other. You're just keeping your mouth shut for a brief period of time until you can interject or talk about the one thing that you're specifically interested in, or just talking about yourself in general. And I, I know not everyone's like this, but man, there's so many parts of our society and there's so many parts of our life that I think could benefit from the ability to learn how to listen. Learn how to listen and be empathetic to people. To just look at how crazy all of us are now. When you get on the interstate, everyone's in such a rush. Everyone is always so hurried. Everyone leaves such a small margin of error where, when they're in this convoy in the left lane and everyone's trucking and doing 80, 85 miles an hour. If one person messes up, if one person has a mechanical failure, if a deer runs out in, one in, in front of one individual that's in that line of vehicles, we're all... <clears throat> We're all in for a world of hurt, man. And I see this thing where 18-wheelers get into the, the left lane because you're coming up on a, a, a merging lane from an exit on the interstate. So they're trying to be courteous. They're trying to give people room to, to get onto the interstate. But then this, this pack of cars just continues to go by the 18-wheeler in the right-hand lane. And they won't let the 18-wheeler get back over. It's just... The point is, I don't know if mental health has ever been a bigger issue to be addressed in the history of this country than where we're at right now. Everyone's stressed out. Everyone's depressed. Everyone's eaten up with anxiety. Everyone's worried about the political state of our country. Everyone's worried about Russia and North Korea and China and all these other situations. And that's, that's where I'm trying to come in and be like, look, man, 
Let's just talk to each other as human beings. Let's just talk about our lives. Let's talk about our experiences. Let's talk about where we come from. Let's talk about how we view the world. Not every aspect of your life in every conversation has to be something that is profound and political. But if you can't actually get to the point to where you can have conversations with anyone in a functional way, none of it matters. None of these things are ever going to be expressed. You hear the phrase critical thinking all the time in all walks of life. CNN, Fox, all these different podcasts, all these independent journalists, they talk about critical thinking. What does critical thinking mean exactly? It's about self-awareness and being thoughtful in your approach with everyone. Hold the door open for someone. Say hello. Acknowledge someone's presence. Smile at someone. Wave. Say hi. These are strange basic things. And these are not fundamentals for the beta generation. I understand there is violence. I understand there is so much discomfort and divisiveness. And we have military personnel and law enforcement personnel. And there are, there are places and times in the world where violence is called for, conflict is called for, danger is present. And, and that danger and that violence must be suppressed. <clears throat> but in the everyday civilian life that most of us exist in, it's, it's high time for people to just learn how to be a human being and how to converse. What's your name? Where are you from? What do you do for a living? Where do you live? How do you like this area that we're in right now? That's not the way people's brains are programmed to think anymore. And it, it scares me. It really and truly scares me because the world that my wife is living in and the world that my daughter is living in, I want there to be something there of substance in five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years. I want this world to be full of engaging people that are trying to look out for each other and have each other's back and encourage each other and try to escape all of this political rhetoric, all of this madness that just gets crammed down your throat constantly. That's the world that I want us to live in. I realize that it's poetic and it's idealistic and it's utopian and it's not real. But you can hope for something. You can try to speak something into existence. You can try to actualize aspects of your life every day with the way that you live. And again, I always have like 15 different disclaimers in every episode that I record, which probably probably gets annoying because I over-explain everything as it is, but that's who I am as a person. That's part of my persona. That's, that's part of my internal DNA. I was raised a certain way. I was always the peacekeeper. I was always the mediator. That segued into my professional career, the positions of management that I was in, having to delegate and having to hand out instruction to people. And so I don't ever want anything left to the imagination in terms of what I'm talking about if I have a specific thought that I'm trying to communicate. So 
I just said this earlier in this episode, and I'll, I'll continue to say it probably most episodes. I'm, I am a prescribing Christian. I was raised Southern Baptist. I was raised in Shiloh Baptist Church, Longstreet Baptist Church. I was raised in rural northwestern Louisiana. The fundamentals of the Bible and the fundamentals of the Christian faith, which what does that mean? By the way, I'll get to that in a second. Those are the parameters by which I live my life. And that's important to me because I do believe in a higher power. I do believe that there is a specific reason and purpose for everything that we are doing in our lives. But that's not an aspect of my life that's going to define every single moment in every single interaction. The point being on the tail end of that statement, I'm not here to preach to you. God has blessed me and blessed my life in ways that I could never even comprehend. But I realize my language and that I talk like a Marine most of the time out in the trade, which is unfortunate. It's sometimes it's kind of mob mentality. Just like people say, you are what you eat. You talk like your co-workers talk. You, you are where you work sometimes. And that's a very real duality that's a part of my world that I have to live with. Would people think that I'm a Christian based off the way that I try to treat other people? Well, I don't know. Because if you're always dropping F-bombs and everything else, then you've got to ask yourself some real questions. And so that that's my... I'm not going to say cross to bear, but that's my own personal struggle each and every day of my life. I'm a very passionate person, as you can tell from any of these episodes that you've listened to. And I have a very passionate way that I communicate sometimes whenever I get into a string of thought that I'm interested in, but there's a topic that I really want to discuss. And so I certainly don't talk that way around my wife or my daughter or my wife's family. And we have a church that we really enjoy, that we go to. Sundays when we have time, we have the opportunity to, and weather conditions, road conditions, and COVID conditions are not something that distract us from going to that to that church. And this is all a gigantic circle, roundabout tangent that I'm going to wrap up here in just a second. <clears throat> I'm thankful for the way that my mother and my father raised me for those fundamentals. Just because I'm a Christian with my own struggles doesn't mean that I look down on other people that don't believe anything. If you're an atheist, if you're a Muslim, if you have a different belief system in whatever way that is, so be it. Because in my world, I think God made you as a human being to be cherished and to be celebrated and to be appreciated and encouraged. And we're all human beings at the end of the day, no matter what you believe. You can't deny that fact. No matter what gender, no matter what political party, any other parameter or any other defining characteristic that can be weaponized and used to divide us now. We are all, at the end of the day, human beings. That is an undeniable fact. That is incontrovertible. And so the conversational part of all of this that I'm talking about, the ability to have discussions, the ability to have discourse with someone, to truly listen. The hugest part, the hugest, that's not a real word, 
one of the biggest parts of this podcast that is the reason that I do it is, as you can tell, I do love to talk. And sometimes I have a hard time shutting up because my brain never stops. So if I can do this once or twice a day or once a day or once every other day, and I've got 15 to 20 minutes to try to work my thoughts out and get that out into the atmosphere, get that out into the universe and share that with the world, then maybe that will help me keep my mouth, my mouth shut and listen to other people because it's important. I'm so tired of talking about COVID and politics and everything else that is just forced its way into our everyday life and conversation. I'm tired of it. Everyone's tired of it. Everyone's beaten down and bruised and battered and full of anxiety and depression. Everyone's sad. Everyone's concerned for their elderly family members and their children, daycare centers, schools, staffing issues, and everyone's place of employment. Our world has been broken into. And it's hard to not focus on that brokenness sometimes. And that goes back to a few episodes ago when I was talking about listening to all the political podcasts leading up to the the presidential election and how I drove myself nuts. And I don't need to contribute to that campaign at all because I I already know. I, I know that I'm crazy. We're all crazy. We are all crazy in a very specific and structured way. My crazy is much different than your crazy. We are all crazy. But at the end of the day, the most important part of my life every day, outside of trying to support and protect my wife and my daughter and my brother and my family and my friends and encourage them in whatever way I can, it's understanding that we are all human beings and the art of conversation is alive. The ability to listen is alive. And it's it's a raw, exposed nerve to have situations like this where you know that you're going to have beef with a co-worker over a work issue that pisses you off and you get combative and you start shouting at each other 